Travel Squad podcast. We're four friends that grew up together in the same small town. We followed each other to San Diego, and now we adventure the world together. One passport stamp at a time. We're here to share our travel stories and inspire you to go on your own adventures. Even if it starts with your own backyard. I'm Jamal. Brittany. Kim. And I'm Dana. And And we're we're the Travel Squad podcast. So grab your ticket, your passport, and don't forget your travel insurance. And prepare for takeoff. Hello, fellow travelers. Welcome to episode nine. You've listened to a few of our episodes already, but we want to give you more information about who we are, where we came from. We're all from the same hometown how we met, and how we got to be the travelers that we are now. So Kim and I, to start, (laughs) we met in the principal's office. Seventh grade, I think we were 11 years old. And I, I said this before, and I'll say it again. I was in there for something innocent, but Brittany was in there for something very bad. We don't know that to be true because I don't remember why I was even in the principal's office. So you can't deny that it was for something she bad. She was definitely the bad one. I, I can't confirm or deny. I've heard some stories about Brittany back in the day, but, you know, can't really confirm if they're true or not. I, well, you know, not true. To Brittany's credit, the way that I know her is she's usually the one putting me to bed after a long night. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah. so yeah, we met there. We instantly became friends. We um, got into lots of mischief together throughout junior high and high school. Our very first trip we took after Brittany got her license when she was 16. When and I was driving on a restricted, <laughs> well, not a restricted. But it was you know, restricted. Permit, license type of thing. We printed out directions from MapQuest on paper. That's how old school that was, huh? MapQuest, <laughs> not Google Maps. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that was the original, We didn't have huh? GPS on our phones. We didn't even have cell phones that had internet. Mm-mm. We just had to use I think we only had one cell phone. The map. <laughs> hey man, I wrote down the directions. I couldn't even print it out. <laughs> well, I remember, you know, when we would go on road trips as a family, Zana, you know, mom and dad would stop by the local AAA office and pick up actual maps <laughs> that folded. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. We would go to AAA and get maps and, you know, uh, old school times, how they've yeah. changed. So, for, sorry, I cut you off. But mm. for those that don't know, Jamal and I are brother and sister. I am 22 and a half months older than Jamal. 22 months and 20 days, to be exact. Did you do the math? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I was going to say, you guys are getting I'm precise you don't over know, here. I, I don't know. So 22 and a half, yeah. Kim and I, after being friends for years and years and years, um, we kind of lost touch in our final year of high school. And during that time, I actually met Jamal because I was working at the local Target in our wonderful hometown of Woodland, California. Woodland, California. The dirty 530. Fun fact, that's in Yolo County. Woodlone. Yolo. Yolo. <laughs> <laughs> so 
Jamal and I met because uh, actually he caught my eye at Target and I was talking to him and a manager at Target actually pulled me aside after seeing me talk to Jamal and told me that he wasn't a good influence and I probably shouldn't talk to him. Mm-hmm. I think that was actually the first time that you made the effort to stop to talk to me while we were working was when the manager had said that because I feel like you know, I vaguely remember like seeing you, you know, uh, around Target, but you're I, watching I don't, him, but he's not yeah, watching you. Well, keep in mind, you know, she was still, you know, a couple months away from graduating high school. I was out, so I was working more hours than she was. So slaving I feel, away yeah, at the neighborhood so Target. So I feel like I saw Brittany less, but the one time that she decided to stop to talk to me, I think I was having to restock something or do go backs. And then Brittany started to talk to me and then, uh, you know, the manager came and broke it up and said, no talking well on duty. <laughs> and then Brittany told me later that he was giving her advice to be like, oh, don't talk to Jamal. He's Ooh. a bad influence. He'll See, get you into trouble. I had to talk to him first. I had to put the moves on him. Yep. So this was back in the day of MySpace, and I started to stalk Jamal on MySpace. And I told a fellow coworker that I was interested in him, and she actually knew him. And was able to get me his phone number. I remember the first time you actually started texting me as well. I was on a camping <laughs> trip. With, yeah, no, I, you laugh, Kim. I remember it specifically. You're like, who got my on, number? I know. I was on a camping trip with the boys. We had all gone to Dylan's Beach to go camping. And then we're all sitting around the fire at night. And then all of a sudden, you know, I start getting texts from Brittany. Didn't have her in my phone. So she's like, this is Brittany from work. And then that's how we... Uh, did you say something like can you cover my shift i don't think so would you go straight in i just probably went straight in (laughs) she was bold she said i wish i was camping with you so we could share the same tent whoa (laughs) i'm just kidding you know for the record i don't believe jamal was a bad influence i don't know where that came from and for all you listeners i believe i only found out about this like three hours ago that jamal that that the manager told Brittany that jamal's always been a really smart dude i'm I can get into trouble if I want, but for the most part, I feel like I'm pretty straight laced. So, you know, when I I hear them say that, I just, I just don't understand, (laughs) but you know, uh, in all fairness, not a lot of people at Target liked me, uh, but that's because I didn't put up with any of their crap and I talked back for my age. So that probably had a lot to do with it. (laughs) That's so crazy, Ben. And then, um... Woodland is a super, super small town. It's a 15 farm minutes town. north of Sacramento. Yeah. An hour are. and a half from Tahoe. Hour and a half from San Francisco. But yeah. a very isolated farmland town. Yeah. But we went to both of those places all the time, all of us growing up. Yeah. But um, most people worked at Target or Denny's. I worked at both. <laughs> I got hired twice at Denny's, at never actually started. And I did work at Target. I don't know if I worked at Target at the same time that Brittany worked there, but I know that I overlapped with Jamal because you would try to get someone's cart shift so you wouldn't have to do the cashier shift. Oh, you know, like I really, really hated doing carts at Target. Like uh, anyone who ever does carts at any store, Props to you because that is one of the most unrecognized job of any supermarket <laughs> or store. But yeah, you know, like I always wanted to get off of it. And then they put me on a cashier shift finally. And I guess you get what you ask for. And man, eight <laughs> hours as a cashier shift, that is some of the most boring stuff you'll ever 
do in your Brutal. life. But no, you should have, you just didn't cross paths with Brittany because I worked for a short time at Target when Brittany did. Because after like a few months of working with Brittany at Target, that's when I quit again and went back to Denny's. Yeah. Whenever I'm out shopping and I see the cart boy out there, I always give them my cart and they say thank you. And I always let them know, oh, my brother did carts. I respect it. Oh, to this um, day, I still put, I still put know, the I'd... shopping cart back in the well. You, you got to. Like, Take it all the way back to the store. <laughs> so, put it in the well, you know. I do sometimes glory if, days. If, if I have <laughs> If I don't have a lot to take, I definitely will leave the card there and take my bags. That's for it's sure. Definitely very respectful. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, so at what point did you guys actually start dating? So we started dating June 1st, 2007. Oh, wow. He asked me to go to the movies and we went and watched Knocked Up in theaters. Great movie. A classic. And we've been dating ever since. So that was over 12 years ago. This date? Definitely a long time. You used to work at Movies 5, didn't you, Cam? I did. Yeah, I sold you guys that ticket. Did no, you? you did. <laughs> <laughs> so after Jamal and I were dating for a bit, um, and Kim and I started to reconnect, Kim and Jamal met together. In college. Yeah. yeah we, we had film. It was film an 101. intro to film. We did a lot of watching of movies and had to write essays. Which is about so funny because Jamal constantly quotes movie lines. I love movies. Yeah. Who doesn't love movies? Even though he never went to class. <laughs> That's so untrue. I think you never went to class, Kim. I, don't, I was probably there the I, days I you remember, weren't. I don't then... remember seeing you, so let's put it that way. And then actually, I met Brittany before. Jamal and Brittany officially got together because I went to my best friend's house who his roommate also worked at Target. And she, she was the one that gave me Jamal's number. Yeah. So it's a really small town. Everyone knows everyone. Even if you've never met them, you just know names. That's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's how I met Brittany. And then I went home that night and I told Jamal that I met Brittany. Oh, because we were on the rooftop. We weren't even in the house. We went up to the. What, roof. Was it a holiday? Like you're up there watching fireworks, or no? Just a normal Wednesday night. Oh, Thursday night Wednesday. <laughs> well, it was at the apartment complex, and you could take like the fire escape ladders or whatever to the top, wasn't it? Isn't that? I don't know. But I, yeah, I mean, I, I know that. I, I know that's there. how you had met Brittany because I remember you coming back home and saying like, "Oh, <laughs> like." Brittany was over at, uh, you know, our friend's house and she was dancing on the, the rooftop with everybody else. And so, okay, that doesn't surprise me. That sounds a lot like Brittany. <laughs> hey, squaddies, we want to share one of our favorite travel products with you. Liquid IV is a category winning hydration brand fueling your well-being while traveling. One stick fits into 16 ounces of water to give you three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks and hydrates you two times faster than water alone. Their half-ounce hydration multiplier powder packet is the one product you need in every suitcase, carry-on, and day pack. We use it while flying on planes because flights can be so dehydrating. We use it when we feel jet-lagged, when we're out on a hike, and after a long night out that has us feeling worn out. In just one stick, you get five essential vitamins, B3, B5, B6, B12, and vitamin C. Liquid IV also now comes in 12 delicious and refreshing flavors to keep your hydration routine exciting. Our favorites are the lemon-lime and tangerine with immune support. It's made with premium ingredients, all non-GMO and gluten, dairy, and soy-free. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use Travel Squad Podcast at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order 
when you shop better hydration today using promo code TRAVELSQUADPODCAST at liquidiv.com. Hey, squaddies, let's take a quick detour to talk about our travel itineraries that we've created just for you. We just launched several new international trip itineraries, including Tulum and Japan. This is on top of the itineraries we already have for U.S. trips like the Hawaiian island of Kauai, the U.S. Virgin Islands, as well as national park trip itineraries, including Utah's Mighty Five National Parks and a week at Grand Teton and Yellowstone. These fully built out 20 to 30 page PDF guides are available for instant download on our site right now. Every detail of the trip is laid out for you. So all you have to do is download, book, show up, and have fun. The itineraries tell you where to fly into, the exact route to take, where to stay, park entrance prices, where to eat, driving distance between attractions, the things to see and do, even the hikes we recommend, their mileage, and the time to allot for each one. And believe it or not, so much more. Be sure to head over to TravelSquadPodcast.com to download your very own comprehensive travel itinerary today. So that's how <laughs> we met each other in our hometown. Zana and Kim didn't really know each other when we lived in Woodland. And so Zana moved down to San Diego in 2010. Yeah. I just came back from living overseas, actually, and I came. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I was living in Lebanon. I was there for, gosh, I bought a one-way ticket to Europe, and I went to Ireland because it was the cheapest one out of San Francisco. I think it was like less than $300. And then I just bought tickets going west to east until I hit Beirut, Lebanon. What parts of Europe did you go through? Gosh, I stayed in Denmark for two weeks because of my, I have a friend there. Yeah, and then I went to uh, Amsterdam because we have a friend there. Um, I went to Italy to meet a guy. Bad story. Fun story. Bad story. We'll get into that later. For a later yeah. podcast, I guess. <laughs> Gosh, what else? I don't. Even, I can't even tell you what I did. I mean, uh, when I was in Croatia, uh, they they moved me from a room with a whole bunch of random people to a room with uh, three Spanish boys that you had nothing to do with, right? Well, they told me that, <laughs> that if I leave a good review, um, they'll move me to the room with the Spanish boys. So I said, done and done. But they mm-hmm. were kind of boring. Um, they they didn't want to go out and do anything. They were just on their computers. Um, let's see, what else did I do? And then okay, so then I I got to Lebanon finally, and then that's that's where we're from. My yeah, we used to live there when we were younger. Came back to the States because of the Civil War. And I actually landed in Lebanon. I don't know if you guys remember, but it was right before the volcano in Iceland erupted. I remember that a while back. It disrupted flight patterns because so much ash was getting up into the atmosphere and it would cause crashes if it got into the jet engines. It was crazy. Yeah, I landed I like I at no three in the morning. Oh, really? I landed at like three in the morning. <laughs> And um, I was feeling really defeated about coming, like, because I left from Italy and I was super frustrated with the whole experience with that dude. And so I landed, went to bed, woke up, and then I found out that a volcano exploded and (laughs) no one could get out of Europe. And I was like, oh man, thank goodness I got here when I did. Um, So I came back to the States and I needed to do something. And I had a really close girlfriend who was in San Diego and she said, why don't you move to San Diego? So I said, okay. I didn't have anything really. So I was able to throw everything I didn't own in the back of my car (laughs) and drive down. And then a year later, I told Jamal he should move down 
because I was able to get him a job in the office where I was working. Jamal came down with Brittany. That's your story. Go for Hadn't it. Hadn't you always wanted to move down? Yeah, I've always wanted to move down to San Diego. Uh, I went to San Diego often as a kid because my sister actually grew up in San Diego. My sister's 10 years older than me. Um, and she lived with my aunt down here. So every Christmas or on holidays, we would come down to visit San Diego. And during summer breaks, I would come down and visit my sister and spend time with her and visit the beaches. So I always wanted to come back to San Diego. So when Jamal asked me to move with him, I jumped on it. Yeah, well, I remember, too, when we had visited your sister down here. I think it was summer of 2009, actually. Uh, I said, like, I want to live in San Diego. So when Zaina had moved down and then she said, oh, you should move down it. I mean, it wasn't even an option. It was like, like, of course. Yeah. Yeah. And it was perfect timing. I had just graduated from UC Davis. And right after the day after graduation, my mom actually took myself, my siblings and Jamal on a trip to the Philippines for two weeks. And so the, a few days after we moved, came back from that trip, we moved down to San Diego. I didn't realize you guys went to the Philippines. Well, it's just been so long, I guess. Yeah, we went right after her uh, graduation from UC Davis. Yeah. It's basically your second home at this point. Right. (laughs) And then I graduated from UC Davis as well, and Jamal was at UC Davis, and my parents were actually really pissed off because I told Jamal, you should move down, and Jamal totally dropped out to come down here, and... um, I applaud your decision, not that I'm telling you to drop bad out influence. of school. See, people, <laughs> other people are the bad influence. I think, I, maybe I'm a follower, but I don't think so. <laughs> no, I don't think you're a follower. I'm not. I think you should take opportunities when they present itself. I don't regret moving down to San Diego. I'll and now you're you a business that. owner. Yes, that's very so true. So when did you move down to San Diego? Cam, remind me. Well, speaking of taking opportunities, so I just graduated college myself in Sac Town. And Sex day. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I was living with my friend Stacy, who all of a sudden said, I got some interviews. I'm going down to San Diego. And I said, OK, well, I'm coming with you. Came down two weeks later. We were living here. And that was in 2014. So how did you guys reconnect? We just did. But that was years before. We, we were still yeah, so friends. Yeah came down to San Diego and said she was visiting and was going to move down. We started to hang out more. We started to hike more. Mm-hmm. And because she wanted to explore San Diego since she was new to it. So we explored San Diego through hiking. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. We hiked all over this place. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, I used to live with Jamal and Brittany. And then I think it was in 2013 I moved out. You know what? We I came down here for a Mary Kay trip once and we stayed at your guys' house when you all lived together. Yeah. But you weren't there and I missed you. you. Yeah, I didn't town. see I don't remember where you were, but you were out of town. I was yeah. probably traveling. So Maybe. I still hadn't met Zaina. So my travel life, my lifetime of travel is a little bit different because I never really went on a vacation until I was 26 and I went on like trips like to Southern California my family that's where we're from but I never really counted that as a vacation because it was like always visiting family so my first trip ever well technically my first trip ever was down to Rosarito I packed up a car full of girls and drove down there to just party but a week or two later was our Peru trip that was my first like real vacation ever yeah. Uh, well, uh, that's how you actually ended up meeting Zaina as yeah. well, right? Yeah. Was because of the 
Peru trip. So at the wedding, at Brittany and I's wedding, Kim was there. Obviously, Zaina was there, being my sister. <laughs> I don't uh, remember much of it. She doesn't. <laughs> the uh, important had, part, right? I know. No. We had to cut her off at one point. <laughs> <laughs> and then they let me back on. But anyway, uh, you guys didn't really conversate there. So when the t- idea came up of, yeah, we want to go to Machu Picchu, uh, hike the Inca Trail, you know, Brittany and I were going, Kim wanted to go. I think, Jamal, you weren't on board at first. No, we had I, to convince you. I wasn't not on board. It wasn't the next trip that I wanted to do. So Kim and I were already set on it, and we had to convince Jamal. This happens often, actually. Happy yeah. wife, happy life, guys. I, I Just... don't know if you know this, Brittany, but um, years ago when you first started to date, I was always traveling, right? Like I was always someplace coming back, blah, blah, blah. And I used to try to get Jamal to go with me and tell him, you should travel. Don't be like settling down in a relationship. And Jamal would always <laughs> say, you know what, though? I want to travel with Brittany. I love Brittany so much. And Aww. she's the one that I want to be traveling that with. That is so sweet. I know. Sweet. Did I, I tell know you that? that? Yeah. I tried to get him to break up with you and travel with me. And he said no. <laughs> <laughs> and he did, he did and here travel we are. with me. Um, when we were young and in our first parts of our relationship, we did go on small trips down to Southern California. We went camping a lot. We did Aww. little mini vacations and getaways. <laughs> little weekend trips, a lot of the camping, going to San Francisco, coming down to the amusement parks when we were on break from school and could get time off from work. So yeah. that's kind of like how Brittany and I started to travel together, but I think we always individually each love traveling because I know what Zaina, when you and I were kids, mom and dad would always take us kind of on road trips to some of the national parks. We would always come to Southern California, do the amusement parks just as well. Disneyland, Knott's Berry Farm. We went to Lebanon a few times. Well, naturally, yes. Those were the only really big vacations mom and dad took us on in terms of like international travel yeah but we definitely always canada well can well we have family friends in canada <laughs> if it wasn't for that i don't think oh, they would canada. have just said hey let's go to canada <laughs> true but canada is a great country by the way <laughs> love canada but you know i think just always kind of with mom and dad you know going to tahoe coming down mm-hmm. to san francisco just always and obviously having a foreign background of sorts yeah um always made me excited to see and experience new places, cultures, things like that. Yeah. And I was actually born in Guam and we moved to the United States when I was two. My mom took my brother and I back to the Philippines when I was five. And then growing up with my dad, he always took us on road trips, took us to the national parks. And then with my mom, my parents did divorce. So with my mom, she would take us on a cruise every year, uh, and she did that for four years straight, which is why I love cruising. Which is why I always loved when they went out of town, because me and Robin and our other hoodlum friends would (laughs) jump Brittany's mom's backyard fence and just go swimming there, have our own little staycation. (laughs) <laughs> meanwhile me and my friends are hitting up the best western on west street getting kicked out pool. <laughs> yeah. so classy it's only for any pool you can find woodland where it's like 110 degrees like jump in it well so what you... your dad's too <laughs> i don't do it in britney's dad's you'll find I'm out i'm pretty sure we did <laughs> <laughs> but i mean what made you want to get out of the state, Zana? Like when you were 
started your traveling because you traveled well before all of us, yeah. you know, on your own and doing all that. So why did you? I guess, you know, I always just wanted more out of life and we are from a small town and I just always knew that I want to do something bigger. And I guess travel was just something that made me feel good about myself because I had really bad self-esteem when I was younger. And even like I look back and I think how different life could have been if I had a different level of self-esteem, but it is what it is. And travel is just what filled me up. So I studied abroad when I was 20 years old. I went to the American University of Beirut and I remember telling my dad that I was going to do that. And he said, no. And I said, okay, great. Well, I'm not asking you. I'm telling you what I'm going to (laughs) do. So uh, I went. Eventually he got on board, but I went and then I came back and, uh, I had already, I was completing my senior year of college and Nicole, the girlfriend that was here in San Diego, who told me I should move down here. Her and I were traveling, were planning an international trip after graduation. And, um, so we did that. And then ever since then, I don't know, I just, I went home and I would work a little bit, save a little bit and then go off and do something. And then that's when I was in Lebanon for the last time. That was in 2010 for the four and a half months. And I came home only because I got sick three times in a row (laughs) and I couldn't handle it. Something's never changed. Yeah. (laughs) When you and Nicole came to visit Jamal and I, we had talked about hiking Machu, the Inca trail to Machu Picchu and you and Nicole both wanted to go. But unfortunately, Nicole was not able to make it. And so you were kind of paired with Kim. Yeah, she went to Cuba and said, well, (laughs) I didn't know that you guys were talking about it because Nicole was in town. It was December 2015, January 2016. You guys got married in August 2015, but you didn't do your honeymoon until December 2015. Mm -hmm. So Nicole was in town and she lives in Mexico City now. So she was stopping through San Diego to get back to Mexico City. And I brought her to your guys' place so she can see your pictures. We were talking about the Inca Trail. Then all of a sudden, you guys were saying that you wanted to do it. I had no idea that you wanted to. And Nicole ended up going to Cuba instead. And mm. yeah, then all of a sudden, right. Kim or Brittany tells me that Kim is going. And I know the name, but I don't know who she is. Mm-hmm. And so when yeah. we met, did we actually meet on that hike or did we meet at the Thai food place? We met at the Thai food place. Ooh, yum. So all four <laughs> of us got right together. <laughs> right? I'm so hungry. But um, we got together to talk about the trip and it was at a Thai food place. And that's when I first met Kim. Because the wedding doesn't count. You don't remember, right? Well, I remember. <laughs> I was on the friend side. No, I, I remember. And you were on the family side. Yeah. No, I'm giving you a hard time. I'm just joking I, know, I know. But yeah, so the Thai restaurant was the first time you guys officially like met, conversated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. wow. But then I guess like everyone on the Inca Trail, which is another episode we'll bring to you guys oh later. Oh my God, I can't Next wait. episode. Yeah. Is it? Ooh. Yeah, but that's where everyone got super, super close. And Kim and I shared a tent. And uh, <laughs> She's a hiking buddy. Lots of intimate uh, gatherings. <laughs> so yeah, and I, don't, I just think that when we first all got together for that trip, it was like a, it was just one trip. And we didn't, at least for me, didn't expect it to become what it is. Xana, mm-hmm. you actually told me that you would never hike again. You were hiking to go on this 
trip and that would be your first big and last hike. I would never hike again unless I dated a hot guy who liked to hike. So you said. But, but she like got that. Kim instead. <laughs> Kim is better. Yeah, so the Inca Trail realistically was the initiation of the Travel Squad pod. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, it was. And then all of a sudden we started doing all these hiking trips all throughout California. Hiking trips, weekend trips, trips, international trips. trips. Yeah. Which just goes to show, like, it doesn't matter if you started traveling when you were a baby or you are bi-coastal or have never been out of the country in your life. You can start traveling now and let travel be your future in your present and, like, live it up. Yeah. I know. Like, I, I really think about it. You know, like, you said earlier that your first trip was to Rosarita. But that's because you got the passport from Machu Picchu. Yes. And I remember telling uh, Brittany, I was like, I'm so excited. We're going to be Kim's like first international like trip. And then (laughs) she was like, oh, you didn't know? Like next weekend she's going to go to like Rosarita. And I was like, Rosarita. Rosarita. Excuse me. (laughs) Rosarita. Yeah. And I was I was so disappointed. I was like, we're not going to you know, be Kim's first, uh, <laughs> international expedition, but I can't even believe how many we've already Just gone on. Didn't pop her travel cherry. But, no. We did for Josh's. Yeah, <laughs> we, we did, did for Josh's. We for took Josh him to in Africa. Africa. Oh really? Yeah. That was his first time. <laughs> first he was even older than me. First international. Yeah. yeah when yeah. we took Josh to Africa. Yeah. I don't know. Anyone can travel. Anyone can do it. I can't encourage you enough. It's life changing. It opens your eyes to different experiences. It opens your heart. Yeah. You'll never find who you may love if you don't go. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's another podcast story that we <laughs> might be sharing later on. We may or may not find out. <laughs> Listen in to next week to find out. <laughs> you know where the heart goes. Yeah. So that pretty much sums up how we all met each other and how we got into traveling. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed learning about us and... We have a lot more to share, so keep on listening. <laughs> oh, Kim, you kill me. Podcast goals. Please subscribe to our podcast and leave a review and tell us what you like. And if you haven't already, please be sure to follow us on Instagram at Travel Squad Podcast. Make sure to pack your bags and grab your passports because next week we're telling you about our experience hiking the Inca Trail. Woo. Bye. Adios. Bye, guys. Hasta luego. Au revoir.